2: Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yep. It's a new year, Noel, and it's a new you. It is. <laughs> it's a new everything. Yeah. That's right. This is the show. There's nothing new about this show. We've been doing this show for over two years yeah. now, Noel in Seasoned Dineen.
0: pros. Are we three years yet? No, we're like two and a half. Two and a half, but yeah. this
2: is our third uh our third week calendar done, year. Third yeah. calendar year, that's right. Um this is a show where I, Josh Rubin and I, Noldney uh, come together uh every single week uh without the use of any drugs mm-hmm. to enhance our thinking capabilities. Now, Uh uh we just use straight willpower. Mm-hmm and elbow uh, grease elbow grease and i would say the energy of uh that is that is created by learning and by uh knowledge the energy of knowledge and greed and greed the driving force is money in Mm -hmm. the end uh we pick a topic every week uh it's usually a topic that many people wouldn't think about we come together with our great minds every week uh, after researching this topic, after uh, doing all the due diligence necessary to come up with incredible ideas, mm-hmm. uh, which we give to you, the listening audience, uh, to get insanely rich with. There's a reason our show is called Get Rich Quick, because these ideas are incredible. Why are you doing that? <laughs> um, And uh, unlike our competitors in the Get Rich Quick podcast and radio world out there, Mm -hmm. you know who you are, Grant Cardone. Boo. You know who you are, Ty Lopez. Boo. You know who you are, self-help guru Tony Robbins. Boo. We don't ask for anything up front. No. We don't sit here and just spend an hour telling you how our system is the best Mm -mm. and boy, and tease you and dangle that carrot and say, boy, if you only had our system- yeah. Which, listen to this person tell you how great our system is, and we'll tell you how great our system is, and we'll maybe tell you just a snippet of our system Mm -hmm. that might confuse you a little bit, but we're sure that it will become clear to you and you'll understand it. Once you reach level two. Once you buy our system. We don't do that. Mm -mm. We don't ask for money up front. We don't try to sell you on something that you're not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. We don't try to sell you on something that maybe isn't right for your personality. We don't try to sell you on something uh, that maybe doesn't interest you in any way, shape, or form. No, what we do is we let you decide if it's the right thing for you by Mm -hmm. telling you what it is right up front. Boom. Then, and only then, when you then take that idea, you action it, you make it happen, yep. you create the wealth, the person of wealth that you were meant to be. Finally, Noel Denine. Yeah, and you get all of that money. Yeah, and you are kicking back on your yacht, going, "Damn, I am so rich right now. Uh-huh. How did that happen? It so what happened so quickly. Mm-hmm. It sort of boggles my mind." And you go back and you go, oh, right. I listened to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Yeah. Those guys made this all happen for me, really. Mm-hmm. And you'll be thinking about us kindly and fondly. And you'll go, what can I do for those guys? Well, I'll tell you what you can do, guys. Noel, what can they do for us? Uh, you can reach into
0: your silken pockets, pull out 10% of everything you've made that we handed you. And give it on back. Repay the reaper. Or we're not the reaper, actually. We're the sower.
2: We are the sower, and you're the reaper. Yep. And you know. And you know you're the pooper. I'm the pooper. <laughs> um. Yeah. And that's all we ask. Ten percent after you've made your riches. You're already rich. You're already rich. Ten percent. <laughs> if you're a billionaire. Yeah. What's ten percent of a billion, Noel?
0: A lot of money for
2: us, but nothing for you. A hundred. You, yeah, you still have ninety percent of the rest of it.
0: Nine hundred million dollars.
2: We'll sign whatever contracts are necessary, whatever your lawyer, your accountant, your business business manager says yeah. need to be signed to help you out. Yeah, that's not what it is. We'll it do is. it in pen. That's right, Noel. In fact, you know, we were talking today about the lottery mm-hmm. and how both lotteries. Are ridiculously high. Yeah. Hey, we would be remiss to say, mm-hmm. if you're
0: listening to this show right now, uh, as it airs, Saturday night, 8 mm-hmm. o'clock, take out your phone, download the Radio Free Brooklyn app on Android or iTunes, start listening on your headphones as you walk to the store
2: and get a Powerball ticket. That's right.
0: 500 and some million. Dollars. Yep.
2: But Noah was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The Powerball's 500-some-odd million dollars. Mm-hmm. The Mega Millions is 400-some-odd million dollars. Mm-hmm. Combined, they're pretty close to, if not right at... Yep. $1 billion dollars. Boom. Now, I hate to break it to you guys. Noel has said he is winning both of these... I might. ...lotteries. I might. I think the odds are pretty good. And you know why the odds are good? Because he listened to our lottery episode.
0: Yeah. If you want to listen to our lottery episode and, and cinch this thing... hmm you actually can't, I don't think, get it on iTunes anymore because iTunes only has 100 episodes.
2: Right. but Podomatic. If you go to Podomatic, you can listen to it, you can get it, you can... It's one of our early ones. Yeah. First five. It's right up there, yeah. It's, it's maybe even first three. But anyway, the point being, we've already discussed this, because he's listened to the show and he's going to win a billion dollars, he's given me 5%. Not if I d- didn't use any
0: of the techniques. Shut up
2: you listen to the show (laughs) don't try to don't try to back out now if you start backing out on your own show i'm not just listen to what i'm saying to you if you start backing backing, up my ideas if you are backing out of your own show Mm -hmm. requirements, what's going to prevent all of these other people who are going to get insanely rich off of our ideas Mm -mm. uh from backing out as well no way. Whatever. I'm not gonna discuss this anymore. It was agreed that he's going to give me five percent, because five percent is half of ten percent, which is what he would tithe to the show, and that would be he and I. He may give five percent to Radio Free Brooklyn as a decent human being. Um and uh you know, as a write off. Anyway, yeah. This is the point where I look Noel dead in the eye. <laughs> dead and I say, Hey Noel. Hey, I haven't seen you all week. You have not. We had New Year's pass by. Boom. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Uh, I'm sure
0: everyone in the vicinity of New York understands that it is bitterly freaking cold out. It's rough. Brutal. I was walking over here, Mm -hmm. and there was a dude walking down the street, and he had no gloves, a little like Irish cap, Mm -hmm. and what looked to be an early spring jacket on. And he was cold he was he was cold and he was he like couldn't even fake it, right Oh, he wasn't even trying to freak, yeah. fake it and every time the wind would gust oh. he would put his ungloved hand in front of his <laughs> face out on full extension as if he uh-huh. was like pushing it away like it's a wall or mm-hmm. something. and to try to combat the uh the ill effects, I guess, he was loudly. Saying children's poetry, or what uh, p- sounded to me to be children's poetry. Was he drunk? I don't think so. I think he may have been a little bit on the kook side. Uh huh. Um, but he was just. People go a little out of their mind sometimes when they get cold, you know. And I think he was there. You come um, from a
2: cold weather world, so you may be more aware of that. Ottawa, we went to school. Yeah.
0: Oh man, it was cold there. It was. Oh, it was cool. It was brutal. <laughs> I look back and I'm like, how did I do that? I have no clue. Um, but so that made me think about recently I uh, was talking to somebody about Shel Silverstein mm-hmm. who wrote, you know, like where the sidewalk ends mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And they had the told The Giving Tree, right? The Giving Tree. Shel Silverstein. Yeah. And I knew he had also written some stuff that wasn't for children.
2: Mm-hmm. Was it like pornographic like Judy Bloom's books were? Or no books were? No,
0: no, no. Not like that. But there was like some stuff that's like body, put it that way. And uh like stonery and stuff okay, like that. Okay, gotcha. Um
2: Body B A W D Y. Is that what you meant yes, by body? Okay, yeah. I thought you said body like B O D Y. But it, like, like what does not does dirty, mean? like sexy. Yeah, I gotcha. Like, like a little Dirty like a limerick. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh,
0: and uh and so someone had told me that oh yeah, he used to be a folk singer. Mm-hmm. So I went on. I have the Amazon Prime, and you can. There's all sorts of stuff you can download for free. So I downloaded all these old Shell Silverstein albums. Wow! And I was listening to them. That's commitment. Eh, you gotta do something sometimes, right? Yes, so. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> so I was listening to these old Shell Silverstein albums, and he sings in it, uh,
2: "The Unicorn Song." The, there yeah. was green alligators, hump- but he doesn't do it in Irish accent. A back camel and a chimpanzee. Yeah. I know that song. Yeah. Uh, And the old Irish Rover
0: song mm-hmm. that made them famous. So I looked it up. Shel Silverstein wrote that song. No. Yeah.
2: Shel Silverstein wrote the unicorn song. Wow. He made a lot of money off of that, I bet. I bet he did.
0: Yeah. I, I bet
2: he wasn't doing too bad for himself. No, Shel Silverstein did all right. Yeah. You know, those Jews know how to handle their money. <laughs> but he was a hippie one. doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. What, you've never met a hippie that's also like made a lot of money? Sure. Sure. Ben and Jerry. Yeah, exactly. But, ooh, did I blow out your... your a little bit. That? Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, but uh, the whole point of that story, really, mm-hmm. was to let us know yeah. what our topic was for the day. And yeah. if you haven't guessed it it's not shell silverstein it's not it's not Jews, no, nope. it is noel deine it is unicorn that's right how
0: to get the money you deserve in a in a pure way, <laughs> very pure yeah in so. the elusive pure <coughs> pure way of a unicorn
2: that's right, so noel denine, yeah let's not uh Beat around the bush no no dilly dally let's get right into it in my little unicorn yes would bronies be like a sort of like human unicorns
0: i think they're just ponies aren't they my little magical
2: ponies yeah but they don't have the horn that's true that's true the uni the uni why is it unicorn why isn't it unicorn? Uh, because
0: I read it, and and the the horn itself. The reason it's is,
2: unicorn is because you read it.
0: No, I I read what it was. Oh, the the horn itself, and the <clears throat> what it's theoretically made out is of corn. No, it's like anacorn or something like that.
2: <laughs> oh, of course, it's anacorn. It,
0: it, it was something like the it, whatever the, it was. The
2: oldie English. Uh, it's
0: just uni <throat> is was just stuck onto that word. Right,
2: I gotcha. Okay, so Noel, yeah. how are we getting rich with unicorns? I will tell you. Okay,
0: you guys, unicorns <coughs> first appeared in uh, Caveman Art. Uh, the Bible has many references to unicorns, if you're one of those religiosos. Uh, the Greeks, they wrote about unicorns. They believed they lived in India in the, ni- in the 1200s. Genghis Khan was poised to attack northern India. Uh, he was met by a unicorn that knelt in front of him and he took it as a sign that the gods didn't want him to do this, and he left India alone. In the 1500s, Marco Polo saw unicorns on his trip to the east. Siberian unicorn remains were found in 2016. Uh, They were a species called Elasmotherium sibiricu, and they were believed to have gone, they, now they're believed to have gone extinct 29,000 years ago. Wow. They previously, b- uh, before recently, they were believed that they went extinct 350,000 years ago. Hmm. And what they were were basically a cross between a woolly mammoth and a rhino, but with the horn coming out of the head. Uh, And uh, they had artist renderings of what they thought they looked like. And they looked like a buffalo with a big horn coming out of its head.
2: Hmm. It was pretty cool. That didn't look like a
0: unicorn. Uh, not your typical unicorn. Right. Um, a unicorn was shot in Slovenia in 2014. What? Yep. Scientists examined it, and uh, they said they'd never seen anything like it in nature, but they ter- determined that what it actually was was a roe deer uh, that had some sort of injury as a newborn that caused its antlers to grow together from
2: the center of the head. Do you know what that means to me? What? Deep state cover-up.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in that uh, warehouse at the end of Indiana Jones. Yep. Right next to the you know, perpetual engine and the uh, cure to
2: cancer. Yep. Yep, that's a lie if I've ever heard one. hmm We've never seen anything like this. Oh, but we kind of have. Yeah. Anyway. Ringling
0: Brothers' Barman Bailey Circus had a unicorn starting in 1984. Uh-huh. Uh, they claim it wandered up to their tent in Houston when they set up shop, but uh, actually, it was bought from a self-professed wizard named Oberon Zell. Wow. Uh, a Oberon, he read the book The Last Unicorn in the 70s and became obsessed with them. Uh, and his research led him to the work of biologist Franklin Dove from the 30s, mm-hmm. and what Dove had done is he took newborn goats. At birth, uh, their horns are actually buds that are part of their skin mm-hmm. and not yet attached to the skull. So he'd make the meat at the center of the skull so they grew together.
2: Oh, I see. Okay. And, uh,
0: ze- and then and then they grow also down into the skull oh, and in port. No, 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 oh. no, no, no. No matter oh, where attaches. they grow, that's it's how they attach happen. to the skull. Yeah. I gotcha. Uh, So Zell started making his own unicorns and uh, taking them around the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the deal with the Ringling Brothers Mm. forbade him from saying how he created them. Yeah. The ASPCA freaked out when they saw this because they assumed it was a surgical implant that would cause pain and suffering to the goat. Uh, and uh, they actually got the U.S. Department of Agriculture involved, uh, who took a look, and they determined that nope, it's a goat, and they realized how it was created, and they said <coughs> it was fine, never suffered any pain or ill effects at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, doesn't
0: care. Yeah, Ringling Brothers. Uh, b- uh, some people box saying, "Well, that's a goat. You've duped us," and Ringling Brothers uh, retorted. As far as we're concerned, it's a unicorn. <laughs> a unicorn is an animal with one horn. Wow. Well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so, the last of Zell's unicorns died mm-hmm. in 2005. Bringling wasn't psyched about all the attention they got and eventually retired Lancelot, which was their unicorn. Uh-huh. Pardon me. Sorry, I got a little bit of a cold. Uh, so... You wanna hear something awesome? Sure. Isn't Great it, like, news. More awesome than what you've already told me? Oh, yeah. As far as like r- let's make some money awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's get into it. Well, turns out the patent on surgical on the surgical procedure to make unicorn goats mm-hmm. had expired in nineteen eighty seven. Oh my. Yep. So uh it it's free for the taken now. Uh, so you dear listeners, I have a many-tiered plan here. Okay. Uh, you're going to make unicorns from goats. Mhm. Selma's pets. Right? Okay. You're going to you're going to take uh oh, No, no, no. no let, let, let me go further here. Okay. Right? So great. There's a lot of money in that. Right. Need more money? Sure. Okay. What you're going to do is you're going to make miniature Nigerian goat unicorns, and it's a type of goat that I researched. Uh, it's better than pygmy goats. They look more horse-like. Uh, they're better, better-natured. Uh-huh. They're just good little goats. They look you're like, like you're, tiny so you're like you're like goat. a little like, Nigerian goat. Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, but here's the thing: you can't toilet train them, <laughs> so you're gonna spell sell special unicorn food. That makes their poop rainbow-colored. And everyone's going to be happy about it. Uh-huh, they, you know, you're yeah. pooping in my house. Look at it. You're pooping. I have a unicorn pooping rainbow. Yeah, no, right? that's great. Want more money? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm going to give tell you how to do it. This is what we're going to do. You're going to take a little bit of opiates mm-hmm. and mix it in that food. Right? So the goats will get addicted to the food, go crazy <laughs> when they don't get it, so be- make sure that people are going to keep buying that food. Mm-hmm. But here's where the real money in this tier is. Okay. We're going to take these Nigerian pygmy unicorn goats. Or the Denine unicorns, as we like to call them. We can call them whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to sell them as service animals to recovering opioid addicts. Of which there are lots in this country, mm-hmm. um, right? So these little service animals can cuddle, give them moral support, but more importantly than that, <clears throat> these opioid addicted goat unicorns—the unicorns are addicted to opioids. Yeah, because we put little bits of it in the rainbow food. Oh, to make mi- sure I, that right. you have to keep buying. Sorry,
2: it. Sorry, I miss. I mis- I misremembered mis- that bit. Right? Okay. These little opioid addicted goat unicorns. They'll
0: be like bloodhounds for opioids. So if if they're if the person <laughs> that they're the service animal to decides they're going to go out uh-huh. and uh, cop some
2: smack some some
0: oxy whatever whatever form you want it. This goat will smell it a mile away. Oh, it will boy. just attack it and
2: eat it. And then save overdose you. Yeah. Save you. Yeah, and overdose itself and then you have to go out and buy you a new goat. Buy
0: another goat.
2: Out of curiosity, yeah. when the patent runs out, can someone re up the patent themselves? I don't know. If you can one the, person do it. If yeah, I was gonna say that's really, I mean, if you're the only, if you're the one who does the patent, yeah, then you're also the one who can only do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, hey, that's solid. That's man. a multi tiered it is. It's an MLM that's a multi level marketing plan. Yeah. But without the sort of pyramid scheme involved. No. You're actually making money with every level. Every step is more money. Yeah, no, that's uh
0: if you just do one step, you're still getting rich. <coughs>
2: that's pretty impressive. Do two steps, you're getting more rich. Yeah, no. Nope. Do all three steps,
0: boom, you're a Rockefeller.
2: There you go. I'm I'm very impressed. That's a solid, 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 solid. Solid idea. Solid as a rock. Solid. As they say in music land. Solid. Although, I guess I have a question. Did yeah. you research how uh, powerful the, uh, a goat sense of smell is? I bet pretty good. You bet, but you don't actually they know. They could sniff a tin can from miles away. Or they just eat anything that's in their path. <laughs> <laughs> They're animals. They can smell things. Uh-huh. That's how they avoid predators. Uh-huh. Are goats particularly good at avoiding predators early on?
0: They must because they're particularly
2: delicious. Okay. They'd be gone if I find they... them a little gamey myself.
0: It it depends on how it's cooked. I like it. I like yeah. goat if it's cooked well.
2: Yeah, well, but you got to right, you got to cook it just right if you're just you eating goat, it's pretty it. gamey. It's the goose of legged animals <laughs> of mountains. It's it's a land goose. Animals. i think you should start their marketing like with that now yeah and they stand
0: on top of things like crazy no they love it guys
2: they jump they get a little crazy though yeah they do keeping them inside may be a little bit of problem hey it's a unicorn there's (laughs) gonna be problems you just deal with it you got a unicorn yeah you have your service unicorn no that's solid no solid 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 Like, there is pretty much nothing in that that crosses over with my ideas, despite your fears. I I was afraid, because I covered so much ground there. You did, but I don't think you covered as much ground as you think. Genghis Khan. Yeah, but, okay. You gave a nice history. Yeah. To the degree of the unicorn. Okay. But you missed a lot, too. All right. I'm not going to get specific, but, you know, you missed (laughs) some stuff. All right. All right. I'm deeply interested in the fact that they shot a unicorn in, where was it, Slovenia?
0: Uh, uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, in
2: 2012, you said, or 2014? That's crazy to me. All right, Noel. Yeah. Unicorns, making money off of them. Okay. So we're not the first persons to think of how do we make money off of unicorn? I'm sure. Making money off of unicorns, particularly last year. Uh-huh. The year of the unicorn, 2017. Okay. If the unicorn was on the Chinese uh, calendar, Uh last year would have been the year of the (laughs) Uh unicorn. Um, That was a trend that took the world by storm. It was unicorn- Everything you could not go on social media Mm -hmm. and see some douchey, multicolored thing covered in sparkles and sprinkles, unicorn onesies, unicorn hats. But where it really took hold in a most bizarre fashion was in the world of food. Noel Deneen, there was unicorn, what it all started with on Instagram unicorn toast. Oh. Uh, That's not what I thought it was going to be. Nope. Unicorn toast. A woman, a a food stylist, was doing her Instagram stuff, and she took a piece of toast and basically said, I want to just put cream cheese on this, but how do I zhuzh it up? Mm -hmm. She did multiple layers of cream cheese in different colors and gave it a little swipe all along, almost more like peacock, honestly, when I looked at the photo. That uh, Instagram post Garnered over 2 million likes. And the unicorn craze started to take off. There were unicorn cakes. There were unicorn donuts. Mm -hmm. There were unicorn cupcakes. Mm -hmm. Unicorn macarons. Mm -hmm. Not macaroons, mind you. Macarons. There were uh, unicorn backpacks. There were unicorn hats, as I said. Um, But the biggest of those trends was Starbucks unicorn frappuccino this was a limited edition special thing they did that was huge was huge many starbucks ran out of the ingredients for this thing before the five days was up that they did it they were selling on average 50 of these an hour Mm -hmm. which is amazing um Th- the first three days, uh, it generated roughly 180,000 Instagram posts. Sure. Which gives you an idea of sort of how many people were drinking this yeah. thing. Yeah. I heard it was gross, too. Uh, you know, I heard people, who, I would never have even tried it, but I heard people who said it was gross, but I also heard people said it was everything they wanted it to be and more. Really? Yep. Um, Basically, if you made something that was a ride of bright colors, covered it in sprinkles, and jammed some kind of horn somewhere on the top of it, Mm -hmm. it's going to sell like hot cakes. Yep. Or, do I mean unicorn cakes? (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, man. Yeah. This is just shit based on unicorns. It's not real unicorn. Right. And then I was sort of looking at things and I remember I had done some research on on some stuff and, and, and seen that like Wagyu beef mm-hmm. can sell for up to a thousand dollars a pound. Yep. Right. And I was like, man, unicorns. And I was looking up unicorns and I'm like, are they still around? What's the deal really with unicorns mm-hmm. as we know them? So I found this, this, this site, naturecentermagazine.com, or naturencmag.com, and they told me a lot about unicorns. Uh, first thing they said is that we often think of unicorns as mythological creatures, mm-hmm. but they are not mythological creatures. They are legendary creatures. Yes. Because they are creatures that have been seen. Yes. Not often, but have been seen, as you have pointed out, Khan, throughout Marco the Polo. world. Genghis Khan, Marco Polo. India. The Greeks believed very strongly, as you said, that India and China had unicorns. Unicorns, as you said, are mentioned in the Bible. Unicorns apparently live all over the world. Um, But they're wary of humans. Yes. Understandably so. But NatureCenterMagazine.com or NCMag.com gave me some insight into uh, uh, the way unicorns live. They tend to live in small groups. Usually there is an elder who has lived for hundreds of years, Mm -hmm. a couple, and then their offspring, usually one or two, and that's the group. So it can be as many as five unicorns in a group. The group, any size unicorn group, there will sometimes be groups that intermingle, Mm -hmm. but the group is called a blessing because unicorns bring you blessings. Um... (laughs) There are two thoughts on how baby unicorns are made. Mm -hmm. Um, Some say it's just like everybody does it. Mm -hmm. Um, Others say that because unicorns were made by the gods, Mm -hmm. unicorn couples essentially go in search of a baby unicorn that was dreamed by one of the gods. Oh. And when they find that baby, it then becomes a member of their family or blessing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, of course... As we know, as you—well, uh, you didn't mention it in your, in your thing, but you mentioned it earlier, which is why I thought. Uh, unicorns are afraid of humans. Yeah. They don't like humans because they don't like evil. They like things that are pure, pure of heart. Mm-hmm. Now, pre-biblical times, pure of heart was just a state of being. Mm-hmm. did not mean that you were necessarily a virgin, a mother of six— if she was a good person and was pure of heart, mm-hmm. could be approached by 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 a unicorn. Uh, when the Bible started talking about them more yeah. and the Christians grabbed on to the unicorn... You
0: need to be a little more pure of hymen.
2: Virgin, exactly. <laughs> pure of hymen, exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so many believe that it was a uh, 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 virgin possesses qual- qualities, and that is why a virgin is often used was often used as bait to capture unicorns. Um, And as we know, unicorns have magical properties. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything about a unicorn is magical. And I was like, wow, this is kind of amazing. How would we... Let's say we wanted to hunt Mm -hmm. one of these unicorns. How would we do it? How would we go about it? Well... According to unicorndream.co.uk, to find a unicorn, you must first go somewhere wild and remote. A forest, a desert, moorland, or prairie. Just got to be wild and remote. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got something wild and remote near them Sure. in every country. Take nothing that might distract you. So leave behind your cell phone, no GPS, wear casual, comfortable clothing, preferably not leather or fur, and wear no scent but your own. Okay. So a pair of khakis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And no Axe body spray. No. You know, I think no scent but your own. Like, don't shower for a couple days. Or shower like, but with no soap even. No, well, uh, yeah, I guess. I think you want to be a little funky. Do you? Okay. I'd let them really like, get I, a good get whiff that. of who yeah. you are. Um, Do not take any drinking drugs. Let your thoughts be your own, mm-hmm. they say. Drinking drugs repel your quarry. Stand and listen and let the atmosphere permeate you. Forget the trivial concerns of human existence and feel what matters, the life around you, the movement, the air, the scent of the ground. Feel and believe. You might feel nothing or you may feel moved by your surroundings, but don't let nature humble you. Acknowledge that you are part of it and take pride in that belonging, and in such a way might you sense the presence of a unicorn. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the thing. We as people in the modern world, it's hard to just do that. It takes people years and years practicing meditation to just feel one with something. Um, It's hard to find a virgin out there. Mm -hmm. But babies. Babies are what we're talking about here. Yeah. If you put a baby out in the middle of a field and just let it be, it does all of those things naturally. And unicorns are attracted, will be attracted to them immediately. Um, So this is what you're going to do. And this is going to sound brutal. Okay. But we're talking a lot of money here. If Wagyu beef, Mm -hmm. which has no magical properties other than its sheer deliciousness, Mm -hmm. can get you up to $1,000 a pound, imagine what unicorn meat will get you a lot now imagine when you throw it on top of the hype of the unicorn and food craze that is still going on in this early part of 2018 so you're going to go out (coughs) to some wooded area Uh some desert some prairie whatever's near you Mm -hmm. you're going to bring a bunch of babies with you sure now this is where it's going to get a little sketch Okay. Okay? You have to have a certain constitution for this. All right. Now, you can do this with the leftover babies from uh, uh, the Indian birth mothers that we've talked about. You know, they don't have to belong to anyone. You know, you give them a good life while you have them. Mm -hmm. But we're going Viet Cong style here. Okay. You are going to strap those babies with bombs. Small ones. Okay. Okay? The baby doesn't know. You don't want to kill the unicorns, though. Yeah, you do. I thought you want to catch them. You want to kill them. You want to hunt them. Wild unicorn meat, wild unicorn horn, wild unicorn hoof. wild unicorn innards. Well, yeah. No, they don't do well. They will not, a, a unicorn will not survive in captivity. They will die anyway. Okay. And they will die like of disease and of rot. You can't sell that meat. Okay. All this right. is hunting unicorn, right. my friend. All right. I am teaching you how to hunt unicorn so you can be rich beyond your wildest dreams.
0: Couldn't you use kittens instead of babies? No.
2: Okay. Babies. <laughs> all
0: right. Okay, keep going.
2: Babies. All right. There's nowhere in here do I hear kittens. First of all, kittens will walk away. You have to keep wrangling kittens. Uh-huh. Babies, if they're young enough, you lay them on a towel just there. They're there. They're not going anywhere. Okay. They can't even roll over on their own at certain ages. How about old people? No, they're not pure of heart. They, and they're not they virgins. Like Alzheimer's.
0: <clears throat> They've become pre-pure no, of heart.
2: No, I don't think that works. Okay,
0: okay, okay.
2: <laughs> Noel, <laughs> babies. <laughs> when you look up, it is like virgins and babies. Uh-huh. That is what they use to trap these things. Yeah. But we're not trapping them. We're killing them. We're hunting them. This is what we're doing. Okay? Wild salmon is $35 a pound. Farmed salmon is $9 a pound. Okay. All right. You do the math, my friend. All right. Small incendiary devices on these children. (laughs) Okay. When the unicorns come up to check these babies out, boom, head blown off. Yeah. Okay. You collect that meat, you go, you're good to go. Yeah. You are going to charge. I mean, look, this is the reality of it. This is such a once in a lifetime kind of thing for people that you are not even going to mess with the little man. This is not like thousand dollars. We're talking twenty, thirty, forty thousand $40,000 a steak. Yeah. Okay. We are talking about, uh, $10,000 a gram for ground unicorn horn. Sure. We are talking about $50,000 a piece, maybe more, maybe several hundred thousand dollars a piece for dried unicorn penis. Mm-hmm. This is something that wealthy people around the world have to have. have to have. Yeah. Um, and you are going to be the person supplying it or the people supplying it. Um, what I will say, is if you try this and you go to your wooded area and do the whole thing and you're not finding unicorns. Uh, November 2012, uh, the North Korean state-owned Korean Central News Agency reported that archaeologists had recently reconfirmed the lair of the unicorn ridden by King Tung Myung. Yes. Founder of the Koguryo Kingdom. I I did hear about this. The discovery was said to be made by the History Institute of the DPRK Academy of Social Sciences. Uh, and this is in Pyongyang. According to the report, the words unicorn lair were found carved on the rock at the site. Uh-huh. So if you cannot find a unicorn in your general wooded area, you get yourself to North Korea and you capture the unicorns there because they're still there. Yeah, they're still there. They're still there. <laughs> and that's it. That's how you're getting rich. And you are getting rich. Yeah. Like no joke rich. Oh, no. Huge rich. Yeah. Huge rich.
0: You know, I read th- that in the Middle Ages they believed that the way to catch a unicorn was for a virgin maiden to go out into the woods and then when they hear one, expose one of their breasts. Oh, I didn't the, see that. And the unicorn would see the shirtless virgin... And come up and and re- just rest its
2: head on her lap and you could catch it. You could catch me that same way. <laughs> but you wouldn't even have to be a virgin. No, probably just not probably. Rend your breast out and I will come and lay my head on your dirty pillows. Yeah. For our one female listener out there.
0: <laughs> Huge amounts. What are you talking yeah. about? Anyway. Yeah. Noel. Anyway. That's uh we, we you guys. We've given you, we've basically handed you a buttload of money at this Huge point. Huge money. Yeah. Uh, you know, unicorns may have one horn. Mm-hmm. You've got multi-millions. <laughs> right? And so it's about time to take a second for Josh and I, uh-huh. for us to explore our dreams of selling out to corporate America and what we like to call Josh and Noel's newest segment, Josh and Noel Sell Out. Every week we explore the... <laughs> The ways Josh and I are actively pursuing our dream of selling out to corporate mm-hmm. America, you know the typical ways. You can go to radiofreebrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page, hit the sponsor button, uh-huh.
2: pledge an amount. What is corporate about? What is what is us actively selling out to corporate America by them going to pledge to a nonprofit? Dude, I feel
0: dirty just <laughs> saying it. I. D- <laughs> half that money goes to josh and i keeps us uh-huh. rich yeah keeps us under your
2: corporate thumb that's right half the money goes to radio free brooklyn like the president in the republican party keeps the lights on yeah
0: if you hate us if you're like josh don't kill babies
2: like you would say that
0: <laughs> like anyone would say that like right? first of all yeah. josh is
2: not killing babies that's true i'm not doing this our listeners are yeah
0: so, you might just be a hateful person. Uh huh. And you could go to the uh, radiofreebrooklyn.org webpage, hit the pledge button, pledge a one time or recurring amount of money. None of that money goes to Josh and
2: I. Who does it go to?
0: All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Wow. You Good get for a tax them. break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 charitable organization. Mm hmm. And you can leave a note saying, cancel these guys.
2: I'm already rich. I don't care about anyone else. Send these guys out to a field with bombs strapped to them. Yep. And when uh cows come close to them to see what the hell's going on, boom. blow them up.
0: Yep. If uh you know, your
2: Starbucks, reach out. Yeah, you want a piece of this 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 meat action. Yeah, yeah that can, that looks gross to me, your your your
0: Frappuccino unicorn shake. But a unicorn burger? I'll talk about it like it's the best. Or unicorn burgers. <laughs> <laughs> some McDonald's, I guess, if you want to uh-huh. give us some money. That's right. Come on, guys. We are for sale. We- <laughs> are we? Yeah, Josh is actually sitting here shirtless, and it's just painted in finger paint across his mm-hmm. chest for sale.
2: That's what I have. <laughs> Room for rent on my back. Room for rent, uh-huh. and then an arrow. Yep. Uh Pointing in which direction, no. Every direction. That's right. It's a swirly arrow. <laughs> like a unicorn. <laughs> uh
0: so out of thanks for letting Josh and I explore our dreams like that, our fantasy mm. come true. Yeah,
2: explore my fantasies.
0: Yeah, of selling out to corporate America. Yep. <laughs> we not only have a topic every show where we have four ideas a show to get you so much rich.
2: So much rich. So much rich. What foreign language do we actually... so
0: much ideas. (laughs) What foreign language do you speak as a first language? So much. So much language. Uh Uh-huh. We also take another little topic, another topic, Uh a mini topic. Yeah, we do.
2: To you so much more rich. (laughs) That you so much more rich.
0: So, Mr. Josh, they taught you a lot up in Ottawa, yeah, huh? They
2: did, yeah. <laughs> it's too cold to think.
0: Take it away.
1: The Get Rich Quick tip of the week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. I believe that everyone has the potential to become rich. The rich people have learned powerful skills that they practice every day and this has allowed them to remain rich. Imagine a teacher who got an appointment to teach at a secondary school, and he had to teach the senior class the ones preparing for their final exams. He taught them throughout the term, and after they had written the exams, a large number of them failed and had to repeat the class. The teacher could react to this by saying, I don't even understand why these students are so dull. After all my efforts of teaching, they still failed. Yet another teacher comes and sees the amount of failure among the students and he immediately recognizes an opportunity to make money. This can be done either by writing a book on practical guides to passing their exams excellently well or he organizes extra classes for the students where they have to pay an extra token to get coaching for their exams. The difference between the two teachers is that one saw a problem and the other saw an opportunity. There you go. Yeah, there you go.
2: That is Canadian get-rich-quick style for you, right there. Yeah, I was going to say, is that uh, <laughs> Daniel Alley's Canadian uncle? I, I think you may be. <laughs> I was thinking, like, is this a bot at first? But then it was like, no bot will ever say a boot. Yeah. Or call the students dull. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, that was a. Uh, that was yeah. So basically what he's saying is go to a stupid school find some dummies find some dummies yeah and then take advantage of them take it yeah because that's what a teacher would do
0: yeah it's a canadian way that's right yeah
2: look for your opportunity 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 eh <laughs>
0: I mean, that's
2: turned to california all of a sudden opportunity eh? opportunity man so Noel, yeah after you've Spoken to your dull students yes. and said, "You know what, dummies? Yeah, Just give me all your money. Yeah. Give me those tokens yeah. for me to teach you what I you what I should have taught you in the beginning. Yeah. You can now go and get rich from unicorns. Sure can. And you got to listen to Noel Denine to find out how.
0: Yep. So uh, here's a headline I saw when I was doing my research. I bet you did. Uh, it was Unicorn Woman Appeal uh, uh, Appeals for Help." As rare condition causes horn-like growth. As an 87-year-old woman in Sichuan, China, she noticed a mole-like growth on her head that itched. She was given traditional Chinese medicine for the itch. Itch went away. Mm, mole good. did not. Uh-oh. It grew the size of a small finger. She broke it off, and it grew back bigger. Now 5.1 inches, it's called a... Curitaneous skin tumor. And I know this makes for horrific radio, but Mr. Josh, I want to show you this thing. <laughs> you can
2: just show me later.
0: No, I don't want to show you right now. That's what it turned into.
2: Yeah, that's, oh my God. That's yeah. like a huge, giant, it's not like a unicorn and that's horn. That's what it
0: was when it was started.
2: <clears throat> right. When it started, it sort of was like a unicorn horn. Mm-hmm. Now it looks more like a ram's horn. Yeah. Or something a giant like rams that. Horn giant out of the ram's horn of forehead, and it's enormous. Yeah,
0: look it up, guys. It's crazy.
2: Uh, what's it called again? It is called a keratinous skin tumor, like with a K K E R. Okay, because it's keratin, like what's in your hair or yeah. your nails. Yeah, gotcha.
0: Uh, so it made me think about referring to someone as a unicorn. I looked it up online, and was surprised that actually one of the definitions that I never knew. Uh, About Mm -hmm. calling someone a unicorn is a woman who's willing to join a couple for a threesome with no strings attached.
2: I knew that. You know why? You You know why I knew that? Because that's my next thing. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. So Uh, do it up. Okay. Uh, I I don't go too far
0: into it. All right. Uh, So um, I just thought that was amusing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I always understood it to be different. Uh, I always understood it to be, you know, the rare. Special thing out there, right? Uh, so, for example, uh, when you when when they always pick someone to be in charge of the Fed, mm-hmm. uh, people always go crazy and complain when they pick a Goldman Sachs exec. Right, but really, what you want is the Goldman Sachs exec who knows all the ins and outs of what they'll need to know to for the Fed but it's not been corrupted by the system and is on the side of the people.
2: (laughs) That's really what you want, and that would
0: be the unicorn.
2: Sure, sure, right, exactly, but yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, what you want is someone who knows all the ins and outs of all this stuff, but is on the side of the people, so not necessarily coming from Goldman Sachs. But coming from a big bank, otherwise
0: they're not going to know the ins and outs of banking.
2: Well... Uh, maybe having been trained in that in some fashion, whatever. Splitting hairs, but I get what you're saying. Uh, so, uh, it's often used
0: in uh, relationships. People seeking relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the women are looking for the unicorn man, right? And basically, it Is that was a guy with
2: a big horn between his legs.
0: Probably got a big horn. He's a sensitive fella who isn't oh, a pushover. Okay. Uh-huh. Not a moron, dumb dude. You know. uh, intuitive uh men are looking for the unicorn woman which is a beautiful woman who isn't crazy you know etc uh-huh. you, you you can you could pull it out any way you want uh you're my unicorn woman no think thanks uh-huh. uh so i realized the more i was reading about this that the unicorn of whatever you think right so the unicorn banker for the fed The unicorn woman, the unicorn man, the unicorn whatever, really reveals your prejudices and biases against that group of people, whatever it is. Right? I want the rare, non-crazy woman Mm -hmm. who's beautiful and likes me and doesn't play games and use me for money. It's all... Didn't
2: you do that on your Tinder profile? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean, yeah. You're, I what do. you're
0: really revealing is your uh-huh. biases against this group of people. I gotcha. I want the banker who's not a crook. Uh huh. You know, uh, whatever. Uh, you, you could do it racially. You could say the unicorn minority person who isn't lazy and you know. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. We, we're we're following you, yes. my friend. So. uh. And and if you read stuff online about finding your unicorn, uh, not the threesome kind, uh, it's super confirmed my opinion about that, right? So some of the stuff you'd read was horrible, right? It'd be like on like Reddit men's rights boards talking about the unicorn woman.
2: Yeah, I don't look at the Reddit and the 4chan.
0: Yeah. So, but that stuff was just horrible. And it just listed, here's everything horrible that this unicorn isn't going to be. Right. Some of it was a little more subtle. Uh, and it would list all the positive things this unicorn would be. Ooh, okay. And it kind of fools you and you only realize the bias uh-huh. when you consider that they think it's so rare. Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, as we were talking about before, society right now. It's disgustingly crass. Yes, it is. Um, uh, Ugliness is the name of the game. And that'll change, though, eventually. So here's how we're going to help change it. And we're going to profit as it does. All righty. Right? Yeah, making money. So obviously what we want is we want people to stop talking about their crass unicorns in the Mm -hmm. crass way, Mm -hmm. negative way. And we have people, even if it's the same sentiment, we want it to be expressed in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And that positivity will change people over time. So you know what Duolingo is? I do. All right, so if anyone doesn't out there, it's an app that teaches you languages. Yeah. So we're going to make, you're going to make an app like Duolingo That teaches you how to talk about your unicorn in good ways, in positive ways, and it will change the way you speak and make you turn from a crass person Uh into a person that people actually... You, you'll be able to talk to people you don't agree with anymore but
2: won't the fact that you are still searching for a unicorn uh-huh. indicate your biases
0: it, it will but it, but in a way that won't repulse people people may get like oh I don't necessarily agree with this person okay but they're not dropping end bombs from the second I met them gotcha. you know what I mean yep okay uh, so it'll it'll foster communication amongst people they'll go through it they'll progress. With their unicorn talk, right? (laughs) Just like Duolingo, Uh you you become different levels of proficiency. Mm -hmm. As you get more proficient, you hit different benchmarks. Uh And at those benchmarks, you get points. All right. When you get enough points, it sets you up in a threesome. And... (laughs) That's what's <laughs> going to keep people dedicated to it, and that's what's going to make them change the
2: world. Um, Is it is it sex-dependent threesome? Like, is it always going female, female to be a male-female-female threesome? It doesn't have to be. It's whatever your game is. Whatever your game is. Yeah. There's enough people that'll have the app that you can mix and, mix and match whatever uh-huh. they want. Yeah. Look, three hey. Three dudes, two women. Whatever, dude, two whatever dudes, dudes, it is, if women, it ends in a women. threesome, I think you're going to make a fortune. Yeah. If it's guaranteed to end in a threesome, you're going to have people if that are happy you to do it.
0: If you really work at it.
2: Whatever. I'm just saying, if it's guaranteed to end in a threesome, yeah, it is. Then you're gonna have people guaranteed. jumping jumping on. Yeah. Jumping on board. Yeah. Basically you could have just cut everything out and been like, I'm selling a threesome. <laughs> and all you have to do is promise everyone a threesome uh-huh. and they're gonna get rich. Yeah. Um, which is kind of I mean, we don't have a lot of time. I'm gonna try to elevator pitch this as quickly as possible. Um, which is kind of basically what my idea is. Um, so the reason (laughs) when you break it down, that's kind of the nut and bolt of Uh it. The reason, uh, that it is called a unicorn in polyamorous societies is because basically what happens is these new couples decide they want to be poly and what they all decide on is it's, I'm looking for a bisexual, we are looking for a bisexual woman who will fall in love with both of us. And we'll finish off this thing, which is not necessarily what polyamory is all about. Quite often there are people that fall in love with, you know, are interested in one person. People go off and date other people that aren't part of the group. Yeah. But it's essentially this idea that and it's almost and always uh with these new couples that it is a bisexual woman. Okay. Not a bisexual man. Yeah. Not a and and this is such a rare thing. Um that it is referred to as a unicorn, and these people who look for looking for that person on the poly boards and whatever are referred to as unicorn hunters. Uh-huh. So basically what you're going to do, and, and when you go on these poly boards, apparently, and you say, hey, we're nude, and we wanted, we're we new to the idea of polyamory, and we're looking for a beautiful bisexual woman who would want to fall in love with both of us, they get nailed, by the haters on poly groups, sure. They're like, you people are just like tourists coming in here, and this is not what polyamory is about. And they freak these people out, and they leave, and they don't know what they did wrong, right? As in all these cases, you think you're doing something simple, and you're trying something new, and you're getting shit on by the general public because, hey, they're like, fuck you. You're not one of us. Well, this is what you're going to do. You're okay. going to call it unicorns or us. And you are basically going to have... Bisexual women at the ready Uh, to have to be a part for poly for people who want to try out polyamory, uh, but don't know if it's a hundred percent for them. uh, This person will come and they will be part of your triad, Uh, they will be live with you. They will, it won't just be about sex, it will be about partnership, and you will see how it works out. And if it doesn't work out and it becomes too much for you to handle in some fashion you just done, and you stop paying, and the person goes away. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So there you go. Yeah. It's great. All right. Uh, uh,
0: so, you guys, if you want to get in touch with Josh, tell him how great you think that idea is, you can get him at, uh, on Twitter at
2: grqjoshnoel. Uh, You can email him at uh, grqwithjoshandnoel at gmail.com. Or you can get him on Facebook at Facebook slash grqjoshnoel. You can go on
0: iTunes. You can subscribe, rate, review, Anywhere where you get podcasts uh, and uh, we're, we're, we're just going to we got to
2: stop. We got to stop. We're out of time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, those ideas were clearly such obvious moneymakers. They don't we don't need to do the rules with them anyway. Yeah. Uh, so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.
1: I gonna get